My name is Carl Anthony, and I work in the automotive industry in Detroit. Sometimes that work encompasses future vehicle technology, and that's what we talk about here, for the most part anyway. This is AutoVision News Radio. If AutoVision News covered country music, I would live in Nashville. If we covered film and television, Hollywood. If we reported on the stock market and financial services, New York. And for automotive, well, there's no place like home. This realization became apparent in 2016 when I was working on Chevy's National Truck Team, a large-scale experiential marketing program that traveled the United States. Between NASCAR and IndyCar races, state fairs and hunting and fishing expos, I interacted with the veritable cross-section of truck buyers in the United States. I wore a Chevy Polo with my bowtie name tag, which also had the city where we lived, so mine said Detroit. At Iowa Speedway in Newton in the summer of 2016, several race attendees referred to Detroit on my name tag, and they said that they hoped Chevrolet would continue to thrive. They appreciated how trucks like the Colorado were built in Missouri and the Silverado in Indiana. They would follow it with something to the effect of, you really had a hard go of it there for a while, assuming I had lived my whole life in Michigan. Maybe that's something unique about the Motor City. People might believe you've lived here your entire life if you represent the automotive industry. Imagine their surprise in Newton when I said I grew up in Iowa, not Michigan, and that in the fall of 2007, I was just a little ways west on I-80 in Atlantic, working at KJAN, and that I read many news reports over the air back then about Maytag's closure and the impact it had on Newton's economy. From ADAS to electrification, this is All Division News Radio with Carl Anthony in Detroit, Michigan. As the program manager for the state of Michigan's Office of Future Mobility and Electrification, Janine Ward is focused on growing Michigan's mobility and electrification ecosystem and creating safer, more equitable, and environmentally conscious transportation solutions for Michigan residents. Janine leads innovation and growth initiatives, including signature grant programs under the Michigan Mobility Funding Platform. She facilitates industry collaboration through various working groups, convening subject matter experts to tackle the most pressing challenges within Michigan's mobility landscape. Janine holds a Bachelor of Science in Communication and Marketing from Eastern Michigan University. I'm glad to have met Janine. We both come from the auto show world and love cars. And it was good to hear her perspective as a lifelong Michigander. Outside of a couple of uh, nights babysitting for, for some neighbors, my first job was within the automotive space. I worked for Championship Auto Shows, uh, which is the auto show network that produces the Detroit Autorama. My godfather, Chuck Miller, he was always a family member. He was like a second, a pseudo grandfather to me, was really big into hot rods, custom painting, all things car culture. And he was good friends with the Larravee family, which runs Detroit Autorama, as well as several other car culture and hot rod shows. So they needed some support. And I was 15, 16 and excited to uh, have, have some money on the side. So I jumped right in and, and was there assisting. So I remember my first job, I was uh, handing out photos of Chip Foos. And that was how I spent my day, just kind of a uh, the the second layer of the entourage falling around Chip Foos, talking about customizing vehicles and hot rods. 
custom painting things and what we can do and how we can make your car not only functional, but fun. It's at this point in Janine's life that her view towards cars and automotive begins to change, especially as she spends more time at these events with her godfather. When you are in that space where he had been around for a long time and and won several awards for custom vehicles in hot rod circuits, there was a lineup of people to meet him. And that was kind of this aha moment to me of, oh, wait, he's he's not just my godfather. He's not just some guy we have dinner with. He is he's someone that people are are excited to meet and excited to talk to and and passionate about what he's doing and passionate to share their projects with him. And it was really cool to see all of these people, because at that at that stage in my life, I was pre having my license. I wasn't all that excited about cars. I my dad had a car in, in the garage that uh, was his project car, but he didn't work on it too often. And it wasn't too exciting to me. I thought it was a way to get to and from school. And that was about it. And then there was this moment where I realized, wow, these people are really excited about what they can do and how they can really shine their personality on these vehicles and showcase what they care about, what they're passionate about, and really an extension of themselves and an expression of themselves through these vehicles. Michigan's Office of Future Mobility and Electrification, or OFME for short, was established in 2020 by an executive directive from Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Writing to state department directors and autonomous agency heads in late February 2020, Governor Whitmer highlights Michigan's engineering talent, rich manufacturing heritage, and top-tier research institutions and universities. In reference to OFME, Governor Gretchen Whitmer wrote, quote, to leverage these assets fully and secure Michigan's position as a global leader in the future of mobility, the state must think creatively and act comprehensively. It must drive investment in Michigan's mobility sector, by establishing Michigan as the premier state to build, test, commercialize, and scale the technologies that are redefining the field. So the office sits right at the intersection of four key state agencies. So that would be MDOT, the Michigan Department of Transportation, EGLE, which stands for Energy, Great Lakes, and Environment, LEO, which is the Michigan Department of Labor and Economic Opportunity, and then also the Michigan Economic Development Corporation, which is where I sit. So anything grid resiliency, infrastructure, innovation, workforce, and then also economic development. How can we make impacts in every single one of those areas and really take a coordinated effort as a state to make sure that it's as easy as possible for both new companies and legacy companies to work in Michigan, grow in Michigan, scale in Michigan, and then also partner with Michigan companies. That's one really unique thing about the office is we don't only work with Michigan companies. We're talking to companies all over the world every single day to try to really showcase all of the assets that we have here and help them build partnerships and build bridges with Michigan. As program manager for OFME, Janine enjoys collaboration because that's where the magic happens. I'm really focused on a few different areas, primarily programming, uh, which we consider public-private partnerships facilitating collaborations, connections, introductions, really bridging the different areas and different sectors of the industry together, and then also working with communities for different ideas for innovation that will help support those communities. And then in addition to that, we also do a lot of different things to really get the industry together because when you bring people together, you're collaborating, you're having conversations, and that's where great ideas come from. So we host a series of mobility meetups. So I'm the person behind the scenes and 
and sometimes on the mic there talking about how we can really build out what that next big idea is going to be in our state and showcase demonstrations already happening in the state. So those mobility meetups are every other month. We just had one actually a couple of days ago at the Detroit Smart Parking Lab, but uh, the next one will be in September and I'm excited to uh, have everyone there again. Janine manages the Michigan Mobility Funding Platform, also known as MMFP for short. At its core, the platform provides grants to mobility and electrification companies looking to deploy their technology in Michigan. It's designed to accelerate investment in mobility and electrification solutions that create safer, more equitable, and environmentally conscious transportation for all Michiganders. So when we're building out this platform, we want to make sure that it's open-ended enough and it's really truly a platform. It is a space that we can create unique opportunities based on the needs of these communities. We've got two sets of grants that are recurring. Those are our real-world deployment grants and our test site grants. Our real-world deployment, as the name states, anything out in a community, partnering with a community, those are typically larger dollar amount grants. And then we also have test site grants that are for testing and validation of technologies that are a little bit earlier stage. And with those, we actually partner with a series of different test sites throughout the state that we allow grant funds to go towards. So there's nine different test sites currently. Those uh, vary based on different niches of the industry. So we've got something for aerial mobility, drone testing. We've got something for cold weather testing up in the Upper Peninsula in partnership with Michigan Tech University. So they've actually got a space that you can do off-road testing in cold weather environment. But also you could pull a Class 8 truck into essentially a freezer and ice it down and, and test uh, responsiveness of sensors after you've iced and de-iced several times in a row. In extreme conditions, how are these technologies going to work and how are they going to scale in those conditions? Janine also referenced the importance of the Detroit Smart Parking Lab in the historic Corktown neighborhood. The Detroit Smart Parking Lab is a collaborative effort between the state of Michigan, Ford, Bedrock, and Bosch. Hosted at Bedrock's Assembly Garage, it's a physical environment to simulate real-world scenarios for testing emerging technologies that may be used for parking, logistics, and EV charging. The Michigan Economic Development Corporation and the OFME offer technology grants for ongoing testing and collaboration in the lab. Other past signature grants include initiatives like the Fresh Coast Maritime Challenge, where companies could apply for assistance to support the decarbonization and electrification of marinas and watercraft in Michigan. So the idea with, with some of these more signature grants is that we're focusing on not only different modes of transportation, so that we're representing land, space, air, and sea, and not just automotive, but everything in between. But on top of that, we want to make sure that we're representing the needs of the entire state. So we want to make sure that we're stretching to all corners of our state and really expressing ways that we can support communities all over. We also have a few different projects coming up that are different niches of the industry. So a mobility wallet challenge uh, was recently uh, awarded a couple of months ago. We're working on some projects related to trucking and logistics, as well as some that are carrying over the, the intersection of outdoor recreation and mobility. So when you think of a snowmobile, you might think of it as outdoor recreation. And, and I think most people who live in an urban area do. But when you're in the Upper Peninsula and there's 12 feet of snow on the ground, that is how you are getting to and from the grocery store. Sometimes you're getting to and from work, you're getting to and from wherever you may be going. 
So that's a very important area that we want to make sure that we're representing. With Automoblog and AutoVision News, I spend a good majority of my day going through press releases and product PDFs. It's just the nature of my job. And with literature like this, sometimes important concepts get glossed over and they end up as buzzwords. For example, cybersecurity. Super important topic, but it can quickly become one of those buzzwords. Same with sustainability, electrification, software-defined cars, and equitable mobility. That's another one. To pull my brain away from the product sheets and the press releases, I asked Janine what equitable mobility is, what it really is, and how we can go about achieving it. So while we focus on equitable mobility, we really need to make sure that we're taking a holistic approach. We need to make sure that the people who matter are the people in the room. We need to make sure that we're bringing people to the table and inviting every stakeholder we can think of and ask them to do the same so that we have represented in the space, in the conversation, people with different needs, people with different income levels, people with different experiences, people with different perspectives, because otherwise we're not going to be able to represent the entire community that we want to make sure that we're impacting. We need to actively every single day be having conversations with different communities to make sure that these conversations keep happening and we keep engaging and we keep making progress. But conversations don't create solutions. Action does. Where do women fit into the automotive industry? In every possible space, including those they have yet to invent. That's from Women Driven Mobility by Caitlin Shelby Davis and Kristen Shaw. I connected with Janine by virtue of having Caitlin on AutoVision News Radio in late 2022. I learned a lot from Caitlin during our recording session, and I still do, keeping up with her on LinkedIn, and now Janine. And although I don't know Kristen Shaw as well, I do know this trio of women are moving the needle in the right direction when it comes to diversity and inclusion. And although it's still an uphill battle at times, there is some good news as there are places now where more women are in the room. I was just on a, a delegation of about 20 or so people. We went and visited Argonne National Labs. These were a bunch of sustainability and, and mobility leaders in Michigan. And I looked around the room and I, I started taking count and I realized 70 percent of the people in the room were women. And it wasn't intentional. This wasn't a women in delegation. This was just who are the leaders? Who, who do we need in this room? Who do we need to have these conversations with? And they happen to be women. And that was an amazing feeling. And the work's not done yet. I mean, we're not in a perfect place by any means, but that was exciting to see. And I'm excited for a future where that can happen more and more frequently. Most importantly, we really need to talk to, talk to young girls about opportunities in the industry. When I was um, when I was in elementary school and someone asked me what I wanted to do, you, you answered with the occupations that you had exposure to. You answered with whatever your parents did. You answered with a vet, a doctor, a police officer, a firefighter. A lot of those are, are the, the people that you as a child are interacting with on a, on a decently regular basis and have exposure to. But how do we get these young girls, but also just young people in general into rooms with leaders in the industry to talk about why it's exciting what we're doing, how it impacts them, how it impacts the world. 
I think that's the best starting place is to really get people at a young age excited about the impact that they have the the potential of making. As our conversation came to a close, I asked Janine what she hopes her legacy will be at the end of her career. I hope at a certain point, a lot of these innovations are so normal that people don't think about who did what, you know, where, where, where it's such a, it's so ingrained in your everyday life that you're just happy that you have it and it's normal and it's accessible and it's equitable and it's, it's um, easy to get to and from where you're going and it's sustainable and you're not uh, making a negative impact on the planet by go, going in a personal vehicle. I hope that we're making an impact. I know we're making an impact, but I hope people recognize that impact. And then that kind of fades away into it's just normal. It's just everyday life and we're grateful for it. And this is we too. And I guess that's, I don't know if I want a legacy. I, I, this is we because we're all working together doing this. To learn more about Michigan's Office of Future Mobility and Electrification and the book Women Driven Mobility, see the links in the show notes. AutoVision News Radio is available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Podbean, and more. In Detroit, alongside Janine Ward, I'm Carl Anthony, AutoVision News Radio.